Welcome to Adderall and Green Juice. I'm Ashley Diana. I'm Alex King. He's a marketing expert, tech nerd, and can fix just about anything. She's a lifestyle blogger, health and wellness expert, and a success coach for women. These are unapologetic, unfiltered, adult-only conversations about making money, getting healthier, feeling sexier, and being happier. Do you believe it's possible to have fulfillment in every area of your life? We do, and in this show, we're going to show you how. of people in relationships desire a more intimate connection with their partner. It's completely natural to crave that, so that's why I'm so excited to introduce Leela Dara to you. Leela is a sex coach for women and couples. She is a yoga and tantra guru, and she specializes in helping you develop a sensuality and sexuality practice so that you can create more connection, desire, and passion, not only in the bedroom, but also in your life. Leela, I am so happy that you're here on Adderall Green Juice. We've been talking about this for a very long time. A really long time. And we finally made it. You were here yes. in Las Vegas. And we're about to talk about some sex. <laughs> My favorite topic. Yeah, your favorite topic. <laughs> Many people's like, well, I feel like it would be a lot of people's favorite topic. Mm. But sometimes it's a little taboo. They're a little frightened to talk about it. Yeah. Like sex and relationships and all that kind of thing. So we're here to break... The taboo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in the work that you do, like as a sex coach, and would you call yourself like like a sex coach or like for couples and for women? Yeah, I'm a sex coach for couples and for women. I love that. Mm. And do you find that, well, we've, we've been talking earlier, because by the way, we'll just let everybody know that we've been here in Las Vegas for like a coaching retreat. Yes. It's been super cool. Like we've had like tons of connection and yeah exploration yes <laughs> this weekend yes and feminine energy you did the in most incredible meditation mm-hmm. last was it it was last night it was last night yeah, yeah. i had the like fun. tears in my eyes it mm. was like a feminine release or a feminine energy like for your business and i feel like kind of manifesting like what you want for the rest of the year yeah there were 10 of us total including alex so, including Alex, that were he that missed were, the meditation. He did miss that. He he let us have that the girl time. <laughs> but no, it was so good. Like even the other girls were saying, like you have such like a powerful touch because um, Leela came and like touched our heads and like our third eye and used essential oils and all kinds of amazing things. Yeah. And I love seeing you like you. Not that you're not that anyway, but like you just owned it. You just <laughs> stepped into it, and you were like. Yes, yes, you ladies, yeah. we are here. We have arrived. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I, I definitely get into, I get into it I for the it, meditation. It was so good. I we have to record it so that you can share it with the world. But yes. um, but anyway, we we were here for that this weekend. It was super great, and I was so excited that Lila was able to stay an extra day just so we could like hang out and film or re- record this podcast together. Because 
I know. Do, do, do people reach out to you and your DMs fill up? Or I know you do a lot of like classes, like coaching groups mm-hmm. of people. And do you find that people have like some of the same challenges in their sex life? Absolutely. Over over? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What? So Leela and I were just talking. We were like, what? What would be a really valuable topic? Like we were saying, like what would be such a valuable topic mm-hmm. for us to bring, like to, to have a conversation about? And something that we could share with women and couples. And you said, well, why don't we talk about some of the main things that I hear over and over again Mm -hmm. that are sabotaging the sex life? Yes. So do you want to share those now? Sure. So what's one of the first um, first ways? So I think one of the big ways that couples can sabotage their sex life is Thinking that foreplay is only like the 15 minutes before sex when you're doing oral sex. Oral sex is always considered foreplay. But I like to say that life is foreplay. So it's from the moment that you put your clothes back on until you take them off again. From this point to have sex to the second point, life is foreplay. Every interaction that you have with your partner with your clothes on at dinner, you know, when you get home from work, if you work together, all of your interactions with work, around the kids, everything, you know, and triggers are always, you know, pushed and pulled and people's patience is constantly tested and this is what life is. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, why I say romance is so important Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, the bricks get stacked, hard feelings come, resentments come, um, things don't get talked out. You know, couples, communication is one of those things that is deceptively hard because you're talking to each other all the time. Why is it so hard to say these pointed things um, that are under the surface that never really get dealt with. Mm. Um, And so keeping communication free and clear and keeping romance alive. And this is when the five love languages can come in. Well, we were just talking about like the acts of service. Acts of service is one. That one can... that one maybe so most more so than others can mm-hmm. be like a little bit blurred, right? Especially if you're like married or working together, you have kids. It's like, what is an act of service that is that another partner would, um, well, right, recognize as oh, that that like they took it as acts of service. Right. And other than that, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Like, you took out the trash. Is that acts of service? Maybe right. it is, or maybe it isn't to someone. So that right. one's a little, that that's one could like, be tricky. Yeah, because be. some things it's like, well, that's your role. That's the thing you do to fulfill your role. And these are all things that we need to do to keep our life going. But, you know, even taking out the trash, a nice thank you for that, you know? Totally. And and goes both ways. Like, thank you for cooking dinner or whatever it is. Those things that we do take for granted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Taking for granted these things. It's funny because, like, I, I, like, 
acts of service is one of my top, I guess, top love languages. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny. Sometimes Alex, he'll say, he'll, he'll, he does sweet, wonderful things all the time. He's amazing. But sometimes I'll hear him say, by the way, that was an act of service. <laughs> and you know what? It's not bad. I don't think. I don't think it is either. To point that out. Yeah. I agree. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I just like laugh and I go, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's true. I mean, I, I just. Uh, Acts of it, service. Words of affirmation. Gifts. Touch. Touch. What's the other one? And I always leave one out. Quality time. Yes. That was it. Quality time. And you know what? There's more than five, I think. Yeah. You know what? Alex will kill me for... Actually, he won't kill me. I should for him for saying this. He always jokes with me and he goes, there is a, the sixth love language and it's your top and it's cash. <laughs> <laughs> well... And I'm like... I think security. another... Security. <laughs> security, <yeah. laughs> I think another one is time to oneself. Yeah. Like giving each other space. Yeah. That's, That's a big one for me. Yeah, for sure. Because just like, it's like a reboot time. Yeah. Totally reboot time. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it's still a great guideline though to keep these five in mind. But okay, so you're saying that a lot, most couples or, or people Basically, do you feel like they forget, like, okay, sex is over, and then they forget kind of about yes. maybe the relationship or sexual energy or until, okay, now it's time to do it again. And then you're trying to maybe muster up all the sexual energy yes, again. And, and then it's and, like couples, you know, couples can wonder, like, why? And, you know, maybe it's it's more common that the men want to have more sex and the women want to have Mm -hmm. less sex, especially when it comes to long-term relationships Mm -hmm. that it seems like men are always the man, the masculine might always be asking for the sex and the feminine is often turning it down. And then it goes into weeks, months, years. I've had clients where they haven't had sex for years. Wow. Um, it just gets to a point often when the feminine writes it off. They're just like, nope, I'm done. And I think that a lot of times it can be traced back to resentments that mm-hmm. build up. And and not to say that they can't still be best friends. Like, Sure. They still, they're like um, companions. They're companions. They're best friends. They've raised kids together. They have grandkids. They do everything together. You'll never hear one or the other talking necessarily bad about the other, but still just like life gets bogged down with just being life, like just the nitty gritty every day mm-hmm. of life. And um, maybe there's just like, I don't want to use the term like a turnoff to it, but it's just like it, it loses. It's just not a priority. It's not a priority. It loses its sparkle a mm-hmm. little bit. And of course, the mystery wears off as well. You know, it's just like you you just, you get bored. Some people right. get bored. They 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 stop, lo- they lose the the mystery, the, the, the glimmer mm-hmm. of what it can be. There's so much potential. Well, that's what Esther Perel talks about. Yeah. He talks, but she, I can't, I don't, I don't remember the quote exactly, but she talks about how you have to have that mystery and desire yes to yeah she says it yeah it's super yeah otherwise 
Yeah. Mating in captivity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's so cool. Her TED talk is really great. I've heard it. I mean, it's a little, it's not necessarily about this topic, but it's just an interesting talk about Mm -hmm. like sexuality. Esther Mm -hmm. Perel um, is her name. But, um, so I remember reading something. I mean, this was such a long time ago and you've probably heard so many people say this that it's silly at this point. But I remember the first time I ever thought about foreplay being like, like, or sex being longer than just sex is that is when Sting, uh-huh. or a Sting he's known for, like, I remember reading something that maybe it was Rolling Stone magazine, I don't remember, known for like Tantra. Oh, right. Yeah. And he said like, I remember like the quote exactly him saying like, our sex includes dinner and a movie. And I was like, what is he talking about? <laughs> I get it. Because right. like dinner, it's like part of the form, which is exactly what you're meaning. And this is, yes. Yeah. Yes. And this is also like the art of sex too, mm. because yes, sex, sex is every little interaction yeah. with your partner all day long with the clothes on. It's not even, it's intimacy. It's, it's the eye gaze. It's the flirtation. You know, it's all of those little things that build on the next so that you're both in that open space to receive all of the goodness mm. that comes from the actual magic and alchemy, mm. the difference between chemistry and alchemy. So chemistry is easy. That comes when you first see somebody and you're just instantly attracted and it's an effortless connection. But then over time, the chemistry starts to fade and it's replaced with alchemy. And so alchemy mm. is when like, two unlike metals can can fuse together to create something special. So getting to that place in a relationship, long-term relationships especially, because when a relationship is new, it's right. just, it's easy. Everything's so easy. There's magic and it's just so exciting. But you have to get to the point where you're just alchemizing together and creating that magic and it's possible, but um, it's having a protect, protecting the relationship, protecting it. Kind of at all times. All times, mm. because it's the triggers and these triggers that we have that come from our childhood and all sorts of things that come out of nowhere. You can be having a great time and just all of a sudden something you just feel it. You just like something gets under your skin and then you just feel like. And yeah, so there's a lot of. You know, things that go into that, making sure that you are always aware and conscious and observing yourself, Mm -hmm. not letting yourself get taken away with your emotions and, you know, just uh, being impulsive with anger. Right. And all of these other things. We talked about that this weekend, like responding and reacting Mm. are two totally different things. Which yeah. can really play into intimacy. Yes. If you're always finding yourself reacting to your partner and getting pissed off and getting mad, it's like, well, you know, you've already started to kind of destroy your sex yes. life. Yes. Even if it has, even if it, even if sex is eight hours away or days away, it's like you've right. started to like kind of nick away yes. at your own pleasure because of that reaction. So interesting. So what, what's something else? What's something else that... Um, people do that are massively sabotaging. Well, 
Alrighty, so then switching gears a little from that. A lot of times what I find is that people underestimate their body's ability to feel pleasure. Hmm. So it's like people don't trust themselves, their bodies to be able to, to find unlimited paths to orgasm, to pleasure, to ecstasy, to bliss. Um, so, you know, our bodies are wired for pleasure. We have so many nerves like all over that can bring us such pleasure. So, of course, there's the clit, the obvious ones, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the problem. Like people get stuck on those obvious ones. They cling to those. So the clit the head of the penis, um, nipples, you know, these are obvious. But how about behind the ear Mm -hmm. or the sacrum area or the forearm, um, the inner thigh? Um, So there's great exercises um, around just playing with the body and not even going for those, like, Mm -hmm. you know, those obvious spots. Um, yeah, I've worked with couples that where there's paralysis involved. Mm. So, um, you know, when you lose, when you, when you're, when you lose feeling in your body in, in areas, the body will make up for it by allowing pleasure to come through new parts of the body and maybe not necessarily new parts, but new to that person because they never considered it as an option before because they blocked it from their mind. They don't even allow themselves to explore. Mm -hmm. They just get stuck in the rut with the same positions, the same, you know, some people can only, pleasure themselves using a certain hand motion in a certain way, men and women both. Um, And they get in this rut and then they believe that's the only way they can feel pleasure. So opening up your energy, opening up your body and trusting yourself more to know that I can feel unlimited amounts of pleasure in any different way. And playing with that. Yeah. Seeing what comes up. Do you feel, what What are some ways that people could start exploring that? Would you say it's through like, a, like, I don't even, like a body massage, like couple, one, one couple massaging. The oh, other. One I am part, One such, partner, I'm sorry, massaging. The other. I don't, what, what are some ways that people start? I am start? such a fan of massage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually, actually with Alex tonight. Yes. I just recorded, um, a little mini course audio on on the Nuru massage, which Love is that. a body-to-body form of erotic massage. So anything that can help you to be mindful, this mm-hmm. term mindful sex or sexual consciousness, conscious sex. Sure. Tantra is this, mm-hmm. conscious sex. Um, so dropping into the present moment and... And bringing awareness to the ever, ever so subtle feelings, Mm. you know, like 
people oftentimes don't bring awareness to like, oh, like I feel ripples through my body right now. Or like I feel heat emanating from my head or wow, there's like this feeling of like something massaging my feet, but nothing's there. It's like your energy. And, um, you know, you could play around with, with, yeah, with massage and just um, sensual touch, but not going straight for these, these. Yes. Like straight through the bullseye. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's not do that, people. Yeah. I love yeah. how you like you use the word like like mindful touch. Yes. Conscious. It's it's just such a different level completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of couples they fall into the rut of doing quickies. Mm-hmm. You know? There's nothing wrong with quickies. But when that's the only thing you do. Sure. I mean the the female body needs time to get aroused, mm-hmm. to awaken feelings of arousal. Men, not so much. The, the male body is so linear, and it's not a bad thing. This is just the difference between the feminine well, the and the masculine. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is kind of a side note, but, like, the masculine and the feminine should be like the feminine should embrace their masculine qualities as well as the masculine embracing the feminine qualities. And so coming to the center and kind of balancing out both of those. So the masculine, instead of seeing sex is such a linear thing with the goal of orgasm. Um, and they're so quick to, to get aroused and to get erect. Like sure. it takes nothing for right. a man to get aroused most of the time, unless he has, you know, some sort some of challenge are, yeah. or, or bo- blocks around that. Whereas women, they take time and the pressure for the woman sometimes to get aroused can lead to inauthenticity, mm-hmm. can lead to fake orgasms. Um, and so... Being honest and sure. being genuine and saying, hey, no, I'm actually not aroused yet. Mm-hmm. And I want to, maybe she's thinking, I want to get this over with anyways, because actually yeah. I didn't want to have sex in the first place, but I'm doing this for him. So let me go ahead and fake this orgasm and get it over with so that I can just go on and do that thing I really wanted to mm-hmm. do. Um, and all of this is just setting up a stage for disaster honestly like there's just inauthenticity all all the way around so um and it's it just creates like more of that right because then he expects it like oh well last time time it took you two minutes two minutes to have three orgasms (laughs) (laughs) or whatever yeah you know it's like oh right so yeah you're actually betraying yourself when you do that because yeah it doesn't help anyone. So, but a good thing is people can always change and bodies change. What worked one day isn't going to work every day. Mm-hmm. And this is for everything. I mean, I also, as a yoga teacher, say this all the time, that when you come to your mat, what works for you today and how far you get and how flexible you are on Monday, and then you come in on Tuesday and you feel super stiff mm-hmm. and you're like, how is this even 
possible. I was so open yesterday. So like the body changes day to day, week to week, year to year. So always come to sex fresh. Always come to sex with no expectations, using no assumptions. Don't think you know what's going to get this person off that it got them off yesterday. And so I've now figured them out. I've cracked the code. I know, you know, um, voice, voice what you like and always, always be genuine. So like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not. I was going to say, do you think there's ever a time where like, it's okay to just say, sorry, this just isn't working right now? Absolutely. And this is, this is a great point because men and this is the masculine and there's nothing wrong with this i mean except to just bring awareness to it and try to come at it with softness but men just the mentality of the male is so linear and to think like orgasm is the goal so she gets off i get off done but a lot of times women don't always feel like orgasming Mm -hmm. maybe Maybe they're they're fine with having sex and with pleasing sure. him, but or maybe that is also pleasurable for them too. They just exactly, yeah. uh, but not necessarily wanting to orgasm themselves. And it's not that they're not having fun. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I love to say that the goal of sex is pleasure. The goal of sex is not orgasm. So right. taking the pressure off of yourself to always have to orgasm yeah you don't always have to orgasm right and get that out there like listen sensual connection is what i like to say because really what people crave more than sex is intimacy sure and intimacy is different from sex it's that it's that eye contact Mm -hmm. it's the eye gazing it's the it's the sensual touch it's the closeness that you feel with your partner um so sensual connection is the goal not sex and orgasm is not the goal of sex Mm -hmm. pleasure so yeah always always expressing yourself and and even if you don't orgasm you can still feel pleasure sure so always always speaking speaking and communicating using your voice guiding with your hands your partner to to show them what what is pleasurable so that they know, like, even if you're not getting off, you're still having fun. You're still yeah. feeling good. Sure. Might not end up being an orgasm, but you're still going to have fun. Yeah. Well, what else? Okay. We're going to share three. Third. So That's amazing. Third. So good. Third. Um, third, third part that I'd like to say is is holding on to anger and resentment um, because when yeah. we aren't able to communicate what we are feeling, then it's just never, ever going to end up with a better sex life. Sure. And then you <laughs> mentioned not- that like in the first part, like where, yeah. you know, I think it's different from the time you put your clothes on until it's time again. Like all the stuff that happens in between, sometimes you will hang on to anger, anger and resentment, or because you're not communicating, yeah. you're not saying what you feel. But like this in itself is a huge one. Yeah, like that's something that's sabotaging your sex life. Is yeah. just holding on. 
Yeah. Oh, you know, your partner said something and you're just going to think about it for the next three days. Yeah. Yeah. And then hold it against them. But, but, but really, um, oh, you know, what's interesting now that you say that is like this, this evening I listened to, it's interesting how sometimes during the day you'll listen to one little thing and it's like, it connects with something later in the day. But I listened to like maybe five minutes of a Wayne Dyer mm, clip on YouTube and something that he said was that you have to always like basically release anger and resentment because it ends up killing you. And he, he described it like his metaphor was like a snake bite. He was like, the snake bite doesn't kill you. The snake bites you and it's done. He's like, it's the venom mm, that continues mm-hmm. to like move through your whole body that ends up like being your demise. So it's not the bite. It's not what the person said. It's not the stupid thing that maybe they did or the thing that you didn't understand. It's like letting it just crawl through like your body and your mind and your emotions. Well, and I, it's your, you need to, you know, let yes. that get out of you. I think that a lot of people can often find challenge around how to express it because they feel like they're walking on eggshells. Like they, they're, they're afraid it's going to be a blow up fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's why it's so important to realize like I am my own person in my own world. My partner is also their own person in their own world. Sure. We're all, we're both telling ourselves our own stories Mm -hmm. and there are stories and we can't always agree, but we can listen and validate. So such an easy um, exercise to do when you're talking to your partner um, beyond emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. because it's so necessary to be able to not only name your emotion, which can be so hard. That's tough. That to just even name your emotion. Name it and then... What am I feeling? Like, what, what am I exactly feeling? am I feeling right now? What am I feeling exactly? Um, so name your emotion. Express that to your partner. So that's step one. And then I would also say... Um, it's like a mirroring thing. So like saying what you're feeling and then the partner, usually what happens is you'll say what you're feeling and the partner is already figuring out what they're going to say back. Sure. As you're saying it. To defend their point. Yeah. Um, but that's not listening. Yeah. So before responding with your point repeating back what you heard mm-hmm. it's so simple I just heard, what i heard you say is yes this. and it's so simple but it's so so powerful to first i heard i i heard you and what i heard you say is da 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 mm-hmm. did i hear you right yeah did i understand it correctly yes yeah yes mm-hmm. so communication um not feeling fear 
and having important conversations. Um, maybe even doing it every night. There's uh, exercises around sharing a highlight and then sharing like a low light or, or you know, like something that wasn't so good. And um, just, you know, because relationships are work, you know, you and Alex, totally. you guys have a great relationship, but. Thank you. I mean, we, we do, but there's totally moments that I think the, the, the thing that there's two things with Alex and I, the first thing is that he and I both together were like, well, together, but also personally, like we're both personally committed to growth. Yes. Because we have always said, like, we believe that you were, I don't think you can be in a long-term relationship relationship with someone if one person is committed to growth and the other per person is like nah mm. don't really need it don't really want it right because it's just like clearly that person's gonna outgrow them so alex and i are both committed to growth in our own personal ways but then we grow together yeah and the second thing is that we're we're very aware it doesn't yeah. mean we always do like maybe the, the best thing or we're, all, we're perfect by any means but it, we, we have awareness and that's, I have found that to be really huge to even notice, like even me personally to notice, I'm like, Ooh, I just felt something. I don't mean from him, but like in my own life, I, I just noticed like my feeling change, my mood change, my emotion or mm -hmm. having a conversation and just noticing the energy shifts yes. in, in anything that it's, it's a, it's a big thing oh, and to notice that. that out. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's so good. Calling out like, hey, I feel triggered right now. Mm -hmm. And and when you feel triggered, not not having the other person take it personally. Yeah. And like, okay, well, maybe stepping back mm -hmm. and giving that person space. And it's like, it's funny because when I used to hear people say that like a long time ago, I don't even know what a long time ago was, but I would think, what do you mean like I'm triggered right now? Like to me, it sounded like kind of like, can't people get their shit together? Like, what do you mean? Oh, I'm just, I'm just a little triggered right now. But now I get it because because it, it's being aware of your emotion and like latching onto it and like kind of, I feel like it's like isolating that emotion and going, wait, I felt this little emotion and capturing it. Yes. And going, okay, fixating I on feel it. it. I notice that whether you have a word for it or not, now I'm going to release right, it yeah. and say, I've, I'm feeling triggered. I'm recognizing this emotion. It's actually yes. a more mature way to look at it than just, oh, I'm just going to not talk about it or fuck him or fuck her or, you know, whatever. Like, you know what? I'm feeling triggered. Like, maybe we want to talk about it now. Maybe we don't. But, like, I just wanted to recognize that, like, I'm feeling this way right now. It actually has, um, it has to do with, like, the evolution of the human mm -hmm. and, like, back when we were surviving, you know, as cavemen and um, and there was a dinosaur running after us and we had to fight, flight, freeze. That was like a true survival mechanism. But nowadays we live much more cushy. <laughs> and so we don't have necessarily those same life or death struggles or situations, but we still get to the place where we feel like we have to fight, flight, freeze. And and you feel it. When you get triggered, your heart rate starts going up. You start to get tunnel vision. You think you're being attacked. 
you feel like the victim. Mm -hmm. um, you think you're right. You think you're totally, completely right. And they are co totally, completely wrong. Mm -hmm. And you are just fighting for your life and that they're the enemy. You see the enemy in front of you. And, you know, then that's when things are said and, and, that's when the resentments build. And so and then you take it to the bedroom. It's like, nah. And then you get to the bedroom and it's like, well, hold on. And, and even if maybe. Like I was mad at you earlier today and now I'm just supposed to not be. Or or, or any feeling that it yeah. is. Yeah. Or doesn't... even if you might feel on the surface like, oh, I feel like, I feel like having, like, like I don't feel. I, I'm not feeling like this is the reason why I don't want to have sex, but you're just mm. like, I'm not in the mood or yeah. I'm not feeling aroused or nothing they're doing is really working. It's like really your subconscious telling sure. you like, this is stuff that's not worked out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. So like, just like a quick recap, just the yeah. three things. So the first thing is like the ways people are sabotaging, like, Easy ways people are sabotaging the way they can fix it. One of the things is thinking that foreplay is just the quick little time before sex instead of seeing foreplay as life. Sure. And then the second is um, underestimating the body's ability for unlimited pleasure. So realizing that there are unlimited paths to pleasure mm. that the body has. Totally. And then the last one, like holding on to that anger and resentment. Yeah. They yeah. can totally just, you know, overflow into the sex life, which yeah. I feel like many I mean, I've I've been able I've been able to relate to that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think so many women and couples could relate to that. They'll just be like, What's wrong with me? Why am like, I never yeah. in the mood? Yeah. yeah. And that, that could be it. So yeah. some of the, yeah, I, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. It's been so cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it this so is much. Great. And I know you talk about a lot of these types of things on like your Instagram and all the wonderful yes. courses you're creating. It's gonna yeah. be it's like so helpful for many people. So I brought these fun little <laughs> I brought these fun little intimacy cards with us up here to record this. So funny story, Alex was trying to be super romantic <laughs> and he bought intimacy cards. He they arrived on Amazon. I that it is by it looks at best self intimacy cards. So they're in this like red, kind of a sexy looking box, like yeah. red, you know, you know, it's like a red like intimacy card, sexy looking box. And I'm like, okay, so, you think it might be like a good sex game or something? Well, like, yeah, you think yeah. it's like dirty cards or something, yes. like yes. kinky cards. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, <laughs> let's pull some of these out on the <laughs> on the chat with Leela because listen, y'all. Did I not pull these out the other day and lose my mind laughing so hard? They were hilarious. Yeah. Because I was, once yeah. you start reading them, you're like, these are the last thing that you actually want to talk about when you're trying to have sex. Basically ever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Actually, no. Some of them are, yeah, yeah, maybe you would at some point, but definitely not if you're Not when you're trying to, to have sex. These no. are like. <laughs> so we're just going to, I'm going to have you pull one. Okay. Just. Just one of these. Mm. Just, let's just pull one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay and, and just imagine reading this to your partner right before. You're, oh, this you're both butt-ass naked. No, well, this one's good. Oh, okay. How did I make you smile this week? Well, that one's pretty cute. That's sweet. That's sweet That's actually cute. pretty cute. <laughs> that one could be playful. 
That one's not bad. Okay, well, I... Oh, good. I just pulled a wonderful one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love this one. Again, picture this. Who do you think will be the disciplinarian? <laughs> who no? Who do you think the disciplinarian will be between us if and when we have children? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No, no. That's, um... Okay. Negative. Okay. <laughs> Let's pull another one. Okay. <laughs> Here. I'm pulling one for you. Okay. <laughs> what makes you what makes you angry? And how do you behave when you're angry? Uh, I mean, that's kind of weird. I still beat you with mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one could be this kind is of... like a dinner topic. And that's not too bad. This is a yeah, that one's not too bad, but I feel like it's like a tender date. Mm. What makes you angry? Mm-hmm. How do you behave? That is a and it's like, question. Well, depends on how much trouble you want to get into tonight. And Maybe also, I'll tell let, you. let me give you the most like surface answer since I'm trying to get in your pants. Yes, right now. exactly. Okay, well, this one's awesome. This will really, really get some action between the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this. Do you consider yourself to be conservative, moderate, or liberal with your political leanings? (laughs) Please explain. (laughs) I swear. This is what the card says. Okay. (laughs) Like, I'm showing it to the camera because that's crazy. Okay, one more. One more. Pick a card. But again, we called, we were like, these are divorce cards. (laughs) These yes, are like, this is like not intimacy cards. These are divorce cards. Can you imagine being intimate? Oh, here. I'm sorry. I, I apparently have the magic hand. What conversation have you been putting off? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how I can help. Oh, my God. Well. <laughs> well, let's see. Okay, note to self. Note to self. I'm going to read the side of this card, this card box because it says... Okay, let me see. Where does it say? When conversations with your partner become sparse or superficial, intimacy plummets. That's because intimacy is more than physical. We agree on this. Yeah. This is true. true. It's also the connection you feel when you're on a mental, emotional, and even spiritual level. Strong relationships are built on communication. The intimacy deck is a tool you can use to keep on talking with your partner. I get it. And I think it's really valuable, but like I totally would have like thank God that I pulled these things out in the afternoon, or like when we were all just like hanging out. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take a peek at these just to see because I thought it was gonna be like getting kinky between the sheets kind of (laughs) card deck, and it basically was like one of them I pulled out. It's like super deep, serious things that if you're not in the right state of mind, (laughs) you could really start pulling out some anger and resentment. Yeah, and yeah, the card, the first card I pulled out a few days ago said <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, how nervous would you be if I looked at your phone right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you joking me? <laughs> Is that? And then the person's like, actually, can I, I look through your phone now? Yeah. And they're like deleting. Or if the person is like a 10, I'd be really nervous. And then you're like, okay, so I guess we need to break up now. <laughs> well, you can look through, you guys. Oh, we're clear. not. We're and of yeah. course, a good relationship should be able to look. In each I would be phones. like, you can look through my phone, but also these cards are going into trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. We thought, how ironic 
and how funny. But yes, um, um, buy yeah. these if you need to have a great conversation. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's not necessarily a bad tool. Just maybe labeled and marketed it, a little it, it bit wrong. In my opinion, it should not be labeled as intimacy cards. It should be labeled as conversation cards. Yeah, I mean, or maybe the red. The, the red and the black and the. It, it looks like it's like a steamy thing. Sexual. And it's got intimacy in big black bold letters. Yeah. So I still think it should be like conversation, couple couple conversation cards or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's funny. We got a great laugh you. out at the other oh, day. L- l- I was laughing so hard I couldn't even see straight. <laughs> I pulled out like 40 Crying, cards. Crying, and- laughing. <laughs> well, we love you so much. You're the best. I'm so excited for all the goodness you are sharing and or you are sharing and will be sharing this yes. year with the world. And we will have all of Leela's contact info, like where to find you on social media, at Leela Dara. I'll have that in the show notes. So definitely give her a follow and send her a direct message and tell her what you thought about the podcast. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Bye, guys. Bye.